Hey everyone, it's Professor Clark, and in this lecture we're going to go over the use of the genitive with numbers. This is something you probably already learned in first year, but this will be a useful review of it. And maybe you resisted learning it in first year. Maybe you refused to believe that this could possibly be true, and you just developed a huge mental block over it, and now you're wishing you hadn't. Or maybe you just need a quick review of the genitive and of the rules for how to use this. It might seem kind of complicated and not very intuitive to English speakers. Uh, as one student once said, uh, no wonder everyone's so good at math in Russia. You have to be a freaking math genius just to use the language. Uh, that's not really true. You don't have to be a math genius, but you do have to be more aware of numbers in order to speak Russian than you do when speaking English. As with a lot of these things, it will seem really strange and awkward to use at first. Uh, but once you get used to it, it will start coming really naturally. And after a while, you'll get used to it and you will notice if there's an error and it will cause you pain and you'll be like, no, no, something is wrong. Something is horribly wrong. So go into it with the understanding that it might seem a little challenging now, but it is actually very learnable. And as you are exposed more to the language, you will learn it and it will come to seem normal and natural. So let's start off by saying that when a number is the subject of a sentence, the number itself is in the nominative, and any noun that it qualifies is in the correct form for its quantity. And that is the case regardless of what the number is. So it could be one, it can be two, it can be five. The number itself will be in the nominative, and then the noun it qualifies will be in the correct form of the nominative or the genitive. And when a noun is qualified by one, which is a special modifier that matches the noun it qualifies in gender, case, and number. So we could have adin for masculine, adna for feminine, or adno for neuter. Or, and this is the tricky bit, any number ending in the word one. Not the number one, but when you say the word out loud, when you say the number out loud, it has to end in the word one. So 21, 31, 101, 1001, but not 11, because 11 ends in the word 10. So when a noun is qualified by one or any number that ends in the word one, the noun itself is in the nominative singular. So we could have adna studentka, one female student. Dvatsits adin student, 21 male students. Sto adno akno. 101 windows. And note that the word one is in the nominative and is in the correct gender for the noun that it qualifies or modifies. And then the noun that it's qualifying is also in the nominative singular, studentka, student, akno. Now let's look at two through four, or the numbers two, three, and four. When a noun is qualified by the numbers two through four, or any number ending in the words two, three, or four. So 22, 33, or 44, but not 12, 13, or 14, because those end in the word 10. The noun is in the genitive singular. Once again, if this is the subject of the sentence, the number is going to be in the nominative singular, and the noun is going to be in the genitive singular. And we use dva to qualify masculine and neuter nouns, and dvia to qualify feminine nouns. So some examples would be dva studenta, two male students. Dvatsit dvia studentki, 22 female students. 
33 компьютера. 33 computers. 44 книги. 44 books. When a noun is qualified by the numbers 5 through 10, or any number ending in the word 10, so that includes 11 through 19, because in Russian those end in the word 10, Adinitsits is 1 on 10, Dvinatsits is 2 on 10, and so on and so forth. Or any number ending in 0, including 0, so 0, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100, and so on, the noun takes the genitive plural. So examples would be 0 очков, 0 points, 5 студентов, 5 male students, 11 студенток, 11 female students, 20 компьютеров, 20 computers. Now let's talk about words of quantity, which are words like сколько or нисколько or немного. And so words of quantity like сколько, how much or how many, много, many or a lot, мало, not enough, and немного, a little bit, take the genitive singular for uncountable items and the genitive plural for countable items. Nisculka, some or a few, can only be used with countable items. So skulka, mnoga, mala, and nimnoka can be used with both countable and uncountable items. Nisculka can only be used with countable items. And uncountable items are, as you guessed it, things that you can't or don't count. Some examples in English would be air, water, earth, wind, and fire, that kind of stuff. It's sort of general masses or amorphous items that you don't count as discrete units normally. And in Russian, it's the same. Uh, most of the things that are countable in English are countable in Russian or uncountable in English are uncountable in Russian. Um, a difference is certain fruits and vegetables. So for example, kartoshka, potatoes, are normally uncountable in Russian. They're treated like flour or rice. So let's look at some uncountable items. We could say сколько воды, how much water, мало воздуха, not enough air, много вина, a lot of wine, немного картошки, a little bit of potato. And notice that those are sort of general masses. We could ask, for example, сколько бутылок воды, how many bottles of water, and бутылка would become бутылок, that would be genitive plural because bottles are countable, although water is not normally countable. And then if we just have items that are always countable, like файлы or компьютеры, we could say сколько файлов, how many files, несколько компьютеров, a few computers. Finally, let's look at the word человек, person or human being. Человек has two genitive forms, человек and людей, that are used under different circumstances. So we use the form человек in the genitive plural, uh, and it's this genitive plural form that is exactly the same as the nominative singular. We use that with the words сколько, нисколько, and the numbers five and above. So we could say сколько здесь человек? How many people are there here? Здесь несколько человек. There are several or a few people here. Здесь 25 человек. There are 25 people here. Здесь человек 20. There are about 20 people here. Notice the inverted word order when we are saying about a certain number. But then we use the genitive plural form людей with много, мало, and when we have the direct object of a transitive verb. 
So we could say, сколько здесь человек? How many people are there? Здесь много людей. There are a lot of people here. Здесь мало людей. There aren't very many people here. Я вижу мертвых людей. I see dead people. So that is an overview of counting and using the genitive in Russian. Again, as with all of these things with the genitive plural, it might seem kind of complicated at first, and especially the counting system seems crazy to English speakers. Just accept that it really does happen. And again, exposure is the best way to get used to it. So anything you can do to expose yourself to authentic speech will help you assimilate this and internalize it and be able to use it fairly easily. I can say as a non-native speaker that I no longer find it challenging. It's not something like stress or verbal aspect where non-native speakers continue to find it challenging for decades and decades. Uh, it's something that seems really complicated at first, but once you get used to it, you start using it instinctively with very little trouble. So this will happen to you too. I hope you found that helpful and enjoy your Russian.